Father, thank you this morning for the worship. Thank you for the praise. Thank you that you will help me this morning, that I can bring this word and that people will understand it. We've all preached about this, Lord, but you've told me to talk about this, and I will do that this morning to be obedient. Thank you that people will listen with the ears of the Holy Spirit and that I will be able to preach through the Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. If you see in the world what's going on now, and not only what's going on right now, since the day that you were born, people are going to hurt you. Somewhere in your life, somebody is going to do something to you. They're going to abuse you. They're going to reject you. They can steal from you. They will gossip about you. They will hurt you physically, spiritually, emotionally. Things will happen to you. They can even kill and destroy and destruct. Why people? Because Satan and the demons use people. And I'm not talking about worldly people. I'm talking about your brother and your sister in church. They will stab you in the back. I know some of you don't want to hear that because it might be you. You might have made a mistake and hurt somebody else. But all of us sitting here has gone through something in our lives that if you do not let go of it, you are going to be in trouble. Because whatever the offense is, whatever the sin is that people have done to you, if you do not let that go, you're going to walk around. And you know what I'm talking about. Can you forgive people? And I want you to listen to me this morning. You have to forgive people. In Matthew 18, verse 21 to 35, um, let me just quickly tell you the story. It's up there. There was a guy who wanted to settle his debt and called in the person who owed him 10,000 talents and said to him, you owe me money. And the guy said, well, I cannot pay you right now, but please have patience with me and, and I will pay you back. And the guy said, okay. And if... The amount of money that he owed him in American dollar is somewhere between $8 million and $14 million today's money. Now, I don't know if what I'll do if some of you owe me $10, $10 million, if I would just walk up to you and say, that's okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> now, how many Chevrolet trucks I can buy with that money? I can even give each one of you a Chevrolet truck and get you saved. So that same guy that was now just forgiven by this man who he owed millions of dollars, that guy who was forgiven now turns around and goes to somebody else and says, hey, you owe me 20 bucks. And the guy said, well, can you be patient with me, have compassion on me, would you forgive me? The guy says, no, I'm going to take you and your wife and your kids and put you in prison. And he does that. Thank heavens there's people around that see this. They go back to the first guy and say, hey, you've just forgiven John of $10 million. John just put Peter in prison for 20 bucks. So this guy calls John. He says, hey, come here, Baba. I forgave you about $10 million. You put your other brother in prison for 20 bucks. What's up? 
Yeah, and, and you know all the excuses that somebody would have. Now, if you just go a bit forward and you read what happens in verse 30, around there by verse 32, then his master, after you had called him, he said to him, I like you. Is that what it says there? <laughs> he says, you wicked servant. I forgave you all the $10 million of debt because you begged me. Should you not also have forgiven um, the other guy? But, I, you know, and his master was so angry and he delivered him to the torturers. You should have had compassion on your fellow servant as well. His master was angry and delivered him to the torturers until he should pay all that was due to him. So my heavenly father will do to each one of you if you do not forgive your brother. There are a bunch of Christians, and listen to me, Christians, you cannot help it if people gossip about you, criticize you, abuse you, steal from you. Whatever their sin is that they do towards you, you cannot help that. But you can help not making their sin your sin. Because if you don't forgive somebody, they've done something to you. They've sexually abused you, verbally abused you, stolen from you, cursed you, broken up a marriage. Whatever they've done, criticized you, that is a sin that they've committed towards you. But now if you don't forgive them, now you turn around and you make their sin your sin. And there's a lot of you sitting here this morning that have gone through a lot of drama in your life, and you have not forgiven those people that have hurt you and causes you pain. And you know who you are. And I don't want to say put up your hand because then the whole church should put up their hand because they are people that have hurt me and abused me and people that have done me wrong. But I've learned early in my life, if I do not forgive those people, then God is not going to forgive me. And I had a little issue when I was a younger man, and God told me one day, he said, you know what, Hansi, that day before you gave your heart to Jesus, you had 10 million sins in your life. You were a drug addict. You were a drunk. You were an adulterer. You were a fornicator. You were playing in those rock bands. And when you asked me, I forgave you within one second of all your $10 million. So how can you be angry at somebody that doesn't like your preaching? That's a small little thing that you must forgive if you compare it to what I had to forgive you. And my dear brother and sister, I want to urge you. Because if you keep on going, in Matthew 6, 14, 15, for if you forgive men their trespasses, then your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. Your trespasser. Mark 11, 25, 26. And whenever you stand praying, and if you have anything against anyone, forgive them. That your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you. Oh my goodness. Listen to me. Before I was saved, I was unforgiven of all my sins, right? 
Now listen to me carefully. I came to church one day and gave my heart to Jesus and asked Jesus to please forgive what? All my sins. That's why you're sitting here today. Because there was a time that you repented and confessed of your sins and said, God, please forgive me of everything that I've done wrong, right? God forgave you. You thought that was the end of it. Oh, no, baby. When you walked out, just Satan was waiting for you. Then the everyday stuff came. Every day there's something. And you had, you've asked God to forgive you of all your sins, and God did. If I had not asked God to forgive me, and I had died, where would I have gone? Hell, I wouldn't have gone to heaven because I wasn't saved. I hadn't repented, repented and confessed, right? So, but fortunately, I repented and confessed and gave my heart to Jesus, and I'm on my way to heaven. So now I make mistakes, and now I sin, and I miss the mark, and I ask God to forgive me every single day. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Hallelujah. But I'm saved, and I'm forgiven. But if I now refuse to forgive you, the Word says God cannot forgive me. You know what I've just done? I've just put myself right back into the position where I was before I got saved. Where every sin that I commit after that, God will not forgive if I cannot forgive Brother Eric. Because he said a Dodge is better than a Chevrolet. And I, <laughs> and I told him that that old Dodge is just a piece of junk. And he said, well, because of that, I will cut your offering in half. <laughs> so now he's stole money from me. <laughs> and the problem with unforgiveness is you look at all these professors at the universities, they will tell you it's like a cancer. It'll eat you up because you'll walk around. As a matter of fact, doctors in the world have found out that fibromyalgia, MS, um, arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis comes from fear and unforgiveness in your heart because you the whole time when you see that person, when you hear about that person, you get angry. The bitterness comes up. Your body secretes chemicals that will affect your bones and your muscles. It'll eat you up from the inside. It's not worth it. I've been through it. People have done me wrong, and I cannot go into detail, big time as a Christian. But I've learned to get to a point, I forgive you before you even do it, man. There are two African-American, one's African-American, other one's a black pastor in Nigeria that died, one from a heart attack, one from a a wreck, went to hell. They went to heaven, and in heaven, God said, Take them to hell. Show them hell. And when they got there, they saw, saw preachers. They saw singers, Christians in hell. And when they came back, they, they said, God, thank you that I'm not going to be there. And the angel said to them, if you had died, you would have gone there. Why? Because you have got unforgiveness in your heart. Now, if they are lying, I don't know. That's just a story, a story that I heard. But listen to me. How can you forgive people? I want to help some people this morning. How do we forgive people quickly? What, what, what can we do? Because, hey, people do us wrong, man, and it's not nice. I know they are wrong. But don't let their wrongdoing make you wrong. Please. 
And somebody said, yeah, but if I forgive somebody, then that gets them off the hook. No. When you forgive somebody, guess what? It makes you right. It doesn't make them right. Forgiveness is a choice that you have to make so that you can live in freedom every day because unforgiveness will bind you up and make you walk in captivity all the time. And to forgive somebody is not just to forget because I can still remember what those people did to me, but I don't have no more pain, no more heartache, no more anger, no more bitterness. I don't want to walk up and punch the guy in the face because he hurt me. So when I, want, when I forgive people, I've got to, I might not be able to get rid of the memory of what they did to me, but I've got to get rid of the stuff that goes with that, that hurt me. That, that, so that when I see him in town again, and I say, hi, Brother Eric, and he says, hi, Brother Hansi, how are you doing? I remember you still got half of my <laughs> offering. But I'm not angry anymore towards him. I don't want to beat him up. I don't want to go scratch his dodge. I don't want to, you know what I'm doing? See, I, I've overcome the hurt. I can remember, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to visit him. He's not my buddy. I'm going to love him with the love of Christ. I have to because he's a brother. So how do you actually, what does the word forgiveness mean? Where does it come from? The word forgiveness comes from the old English word forgive fan. It's in the, it's in the, in, in the dictionary. Forgive fan, F-A-N. It's like a fan. <sighs> like a fan blowing <sighs> and it blows wind. The, the, the whole concept is, is with you. If, if you've got something in your heart, offenses, hurt, pain, you've got to... <sighs> Let it blow it away like a fan from you. Blow it off you. My wife's got a little thing. If somebody says something about us or does something about us, she goes like this. <laughs> and the first time I say, what the heck are you doing? She says, I'm just shooting it off. <laughs> it's not going to affect me. I thought, man, I can do that. But in the, in the Bible, there's a... A Greek word, afiemi, afiemi. So you want to put the, the, the real pronunciation, afiemi. And this meaning of the word, afiemi, this is what provides us the real principles of how we can forgive. Okay, are, are, you, are you ready for this? Five little points but I want to give you quickly how to forgive somebody. Have you ever gone to the refrigerator and opened up the refrigerator and you want to take the ground beef and you're going to make some food, and as you take it out, it, oh my goodness, this thing doesn't smell good. Check, there's an expiration date on. Oh my goodness, it's 2023. This thing, 2020. <laughs> right? There's an expiration date on it. It's not good anymore. And the word afieme means this. To forgive means that you got to sometime in your life put an expiration date on what's happened to you. What about this morning? Isn't it time for you 
It's February the 12th, 2023, to put an expiry date, stamp that situation that you've been through, that situation that somebody hurt you, abused you, criticized you, gossiped, stole from you, killed, whatever they did to you, is a time to put that date on there and say, it's over today. This thing is smelling. This thing is already rotten inside of me. I cannot have it no more because it's going to kill you. That meat, if you put that meat and you try to eat it, it's going to kill you. It's rotten. It's bad. And that situation in your life is doing the same thing to your spiritual life. Your prayers are not answered because we just read. If you pray, stand praying, please first go and forgive your, your brother before you even keep on going because God's not going to answer your prayer even. And God cannot forgive you. You are put, I'm not saying you're going to go to hell, but I'm not going to take that chance. I'm saved. And just because I cannot forgive Brother Eric, I might end up in hell. And I'm, hey, God, but what's going on? But you couldn't forgive your brother. But, but God, I told you that if you don't forgive him, I cannot forgive you. And Satan knows that, boy. Have you put an expiry date on what's happened to you? Today is the, is the day to do that. Look at what's happened. It's too long ago. It was even when you were five years old, even when you were 10 years old. It was when your husband beat you up when you were 40 years old. It's when your wife cheated on you with another man when you were 20 years old. It does not matter when. Today is the day that you should put that stamp on there and say, today I'm, I'm letting this thing go. I'm putting an ex expiring date on it. It is rotten. And you see, what, what happens, that offense um, of the person that has hurt you has got to expire sometime. The second point that it, ha that it means, afimiei or afimiei, is then to take that rotten piece of meat and walk to the trash can and Throw it away. Why do you keep it in your refrigerator? It's smelling. It's stinking. It's bad. It's going to contaminate the other stuff that you got. You see, some of you got stuff in your life that because that one little rejection, that one little abuse is affecting your new marriage, it's affecting your finances, it's affecting the way you pray, it's affecting the, the way you see God because your dad was an abuser and you cannot see the fa Father God in your dad. Listen, husbands, men, if you don't be a dad to your father, if you cannot be a father to your children, like the Bible says, your children are going to battle to see the father in God one day. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I had that problem. My dad was not a good father. And when I got saved, I saw God like my father. Always wanted to beat me up. Always wanted to criticize me. And I had to change that. So you better start treating your wife and your children like a father so that they can see Father God in you one day. Because, because one day they're going to have to forgive you. for. And I had to forgive my dad. You know, when I went to my dad and told my dad what he did to me after I got saved, he said, Dad, I forgive you. You know what he told me? I never did that. 
Some people can't even remember that they did that to you. But it doesn't matter what they can remember. You can remember it. You've got to put an expiry date on it. Go put it in the forgiveness trash can. The garbage bag. bag, Can. Truck. Throw it away. In other words, let it go. Are you getting what I'm saying? Then number three, don't talk about it no more. Oh, you know what I have to throw away today? <laughs> A nice pe- pack of ground beef. And you know what? There was a piece of steak next to it that it was also contaminated. I had to throw that away as well. Man, I feel so bad. You know what I could have done with that? No, what the heck are you talking about? It? It's in the trash can. Go buy something new or fresh again. You see, we talk about our failures that we've gone through, our abuse, what people have done to me. You know, everybody that I meet, you know, there's a pastor in Athens that took half my (laughs) offering. Just because I said he dodges, it's worse than a share. I just made a joke, man. Yeah, but you don't have to go tell everybody what he did. What you're trying to do, make yourself feel good and make him look bad? Now, never mind, you cannot forgive him. Now, you're criticizing him. Now, you're doing what he did to you. And a lot of us have not put an expiration date on it. We have not thrown away, and we're just talking about it. And even if you do put an expiration date on it, and you do throw it in the trash can, then you stop talking about it because it's gone. That truck is coming to pick up that big trash can. Do you know that? It's going to a big pile where all the sins are. Why are you still talking about what's happening to you? I'll tell you why, because you haven't forgiven you haven't put an expiration date on it. And you haven't realized that it's smelling and stinking and it's going to hurt you. Please, I know some of you have been sexually abused. Some of you have been hurt physically. Through people. Never mind money. Money is not... I'm just taking an example of that now. Some of you have gone through some bad stuff, which I haven't gone but it doesn't matter how bad it is, you have to let it go. You will, the moment you put that expiration date on, the moment you throw it into the trash can and you stop talking about it, stop talking about what Satan is doing. Start talking about what Jesus Christ has done for you. And start pleading the blood. Take communion. Say, Lord, that thing's gone in Jesus' name. Listen, to forgive somebody is not easy. There's pain involved. Remember when Jesus died on that cross for your sins? He wasn't hanging there saying, hi, this is good stuff. He sweat blood. He had to pay a price to forgive you and I. And when you go to forgive each other, there's going to be some price that you've got to pay. But you don't have to be crucified. You don't have to die. You know what has to die? The pain you have, the heartache you have, the bitterness you have, the anger you have. The, if you can let the situation die, fine. But not, most of the time you can used to remember it. But the stuff going with it, the effect of what it's going with it. That's got to die. You have to put that in the grave. 
in that trash can. So you don't talk about it. And then after you put it in the trash can, put the expiration date on it, and you've decided, I'm not going to talk about this piece of trash no more, then you walk away. You don't, oh man, should I take it back? Let me just look. You look so good, and maybe I can just heat you up and smell. Maybe, let me just make sure. No, no, you are smelling. Maybe I should ask somebody else. No, you walk away. Once you've let it go, it's finished. And if you don't talk about it no more, don't think about it no more. Is it easy? No, it's going to be hard, but it's worth in the end. Listen to me. When I set people free afterwards, and even now today when people do something, I quickly set them free. Man, I live in freedom. I'm not bound up, Pastor Eric. I'm not worried no more. I don't have to worry about them because God's going to take care of them. And you don't worry about it no more. You walk away from it. And then the last afiyime, when you walk away, you don't stop and say, let me just go and take one more peek again. You don't go back and just find out. And there you've got to watch out because Satan's going to come back and remind you. You know what your dad did to you. You know what your husband did to you. You can't trust men. No, not all men are the same. You know that, uh, how your wife cheated on you. Not all women are cheaters. You know how your pastor took your, uh, half of that <laughs> money of yours. Not all pastors are like that. Only those that drive Dodgers. <laughs> Am I in trouble this morning that I picked the, the, the wrong guy? Now, this is a good time for you not to get offended, and, and you've got to forgive me quickly, all right? <laughs> You don't talk about it, you walk away, and you never go back to that situation. And you are going to be free. I can promise you that in the name of Jesus. If you, could, if you see somebody in the street, and you walk up and they, hi, Brother Hansi, and you feel, hey, I don't want to beat the guy up. Hey, it's okay. Then you know you've forgiven somebody. Somebody asked me, how do I know I've forgiven somebody? When I meet them again and I don't have that, yeah. I don't want to talk to you. I hate you when that's gone. They're not going to become my buddies. They're not going to visit them. They're not going to come to my house. But I forgive them with that unconditional love that Jesus lo- forgave me because I was in the wrong just like he was. There's a, so how do I forgive somebody quickly? Number one, you make a choice. You've got to choose. I want to forgive somebody. If you don't want to, f- I pray for people. Ma'am, what's happened? I was sexually abused by my uncle when I was five years old. Would you please forgive them? No, I cannot. You have a problem. You've got to choose to forgive somebody. All right? And then when you, cho- when you choose to pray, then you start speaking. I forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive them. I forgive John. I forgive Pastor. I forgive my ex-wife. I forgive this. I forgive that. Why do I do that? Because when, the more you say something, the more you hear something. And the more you hear something, the more you believe it. That's why when you keep on saying, I'm healed by the stripes, I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus, you will start believing that you are healed. And you will start believing that you've forgiven those people. And then after you keep on saying it, I I, I forgive them, I forgive them, I forgive them, then you start loving them with an unconditional love and you start praying for them. Jesus said, Lord, 
when he was on that cross, he said, Lord, forgive them. They do not know what they did. And most of the Christians that hurt you don't know what they're doing. You've got to have Jesus' attitude. Forgive them, Lord. They do not know what they do. Okay, so make a choice. Speak it all the time that you want to forgive them and you're going to forgive them. And then you pray for them and you love them in Jesus' name, okay? And know that it's not the people because Satan is always on there trying to make problems between church people, okay? That's why Jesus said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. When Jesus said, I'm going to go die on the cross, Peter said, no, you're not going to die on the cross. I'll stop that. He said, get behind me, Satan. He wasn't talking to Peter. Talking to that spirit attacking Peter, okay? But let's get to the point where you and I this morning, and I can say so more, many more things, <clears throat> but I hope you've got this inside of you. You have to forgive so God can forgive you. Amen? Amen. Give the Lord a clap this morning. Come on. <clears throat> Come and stand with me. Let's pray a prayer together before we hand over. And then if there's anybody this morning that is not saved, please do not walk out here. Jesus wants to forgive you of your sins. If there's anybody that got sick this morning, I would love to pray for you. If there's anybody individually that needs prayer, that uh, has been hurt so much, especially with sexual abuse, verbal abuse, stuff that you need just to speak and just need us to pray and agree with you, come out, we will pray for you. There will be people to pray with you, and I will pray with you as well. But let us, the congregation, do this quickly. Don't close your eyes. Look at me. Put your hands up like this, everybody, and say, in the name of Jesus Christ, this morning, everything that has happened to me, people that have done me wrong, things that have hurt me, anger, bitterness, hatred, abuse, stealing, Everything that has caused me pain, in the name of Jesus, this morning, I choose to forgive them, and I forgive them in Jesus' name, but I also set them free. I throw them away, put them in the trash can. I stamp the date, February 12th, 2023. It has expired in the name of Jesus. And I'm walking away. I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm never going to return because I want to be free. I forgive them in Jesus' name. And thank you, Father, for forgiving me my sins. Amen. Come on, give him another clap.